your girl Danny D. And it's Rachel C. And we're back for another episode of Young Black and Liddy. This is episode number eight. Wow. What is that, Ocho? Ocho? Yes. Ocho. Good job. Episode Ocho. All right, please. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're back. And as you guys know, we're just going to jump back into our weekly recap. But before we get into our weekly recap, Danielle has a lovely message for our beautiful <laughs> listeners. So... We are on a road to 100 followers on Instagram. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Our Instagram is Young, Black, and Liddy. So if you have not followed us yet, make sure that you are. Basically, once we reach 100 followers, um, we'll be doing a giveaway. So just stay tuned so you guys can figure out like all the details for the giveaway. So yeah, I'm really excited. So... Uh, Make sure y'all follow so we can get to that 100. Again, that is Young, Black, and Ladies straight like that. You feel me? And just follow us. Oh, wait, no. It's Young, Black, and Lady underscore, y'all. But if you type in Young, Black, and Lady on the Instagram search or whatever, it's going to come up. But it is Young, spell regular, not that Y-U-N. It's Young, <laughs> Young, Y-O, Black, and spell out. Liddy underscore. So please make sure y'all follow us. And like she said, we're going to be doing something really nice for you guys soon. So stay tuned. So now we're going to get into our weekly recap. So um, what, we, what did you want to discuss? Um, we're just going to talk about Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. So basically, Chris Brown got accused of raping some girl overseas. And um, he was, like, released or whatever. Now he's suing the girl for defamation. So, I personally, I don't know. I don't put past, I don't put anything past anyone. Like, look at R. Kelly. So, I don't know. But I just feel like what really, like, pissed me off was Chris Brown went, I don't know if this was Instagram, but. It was Instagram. Oh, uh, yeah. He went on Instagram, like. Bitch, I didn't do anything. And it's like, why? You saw me selling shirts that say, bitch, you lying? Yes. Yeah. On What is it? Black Pyramid? Is that his nah, name, Brand? Oh, yeah. Swear to God, he's selling shirts that says, bitch, you lying. I didn't like that because... I don't like it either. First off, like, one, you should never be calling a female out their name. Like, only girls could do that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and two, it's just like, it was so unnecessary. Like... Whether she lied or not, like, I don't think any female deserves to be called that. Like, it, he was walling. I mean, I'm not a fan of Mr. Maurice Brown, Christopher Maurice Brown. I'm not a fan at all. I didn't know that was his middle name. Yeah, Christopher Maurice Brown. Because I used oh. to be a fan. But I'm no longer a fan. I don't really care for him at all. Um, I think he's kind of corny. And, um, I mean, I don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. You know, he's just, he's upset. That something like this happened and he I'm was upset. accused of doing something. <laughs> and you know, like, you know how it is when you're accused of doing something that you feel that you didn't do or that you really didn't do. You know, it is frustrating and I get that. But I just feel like it's so many different ways that he could have handled that. Where it was, alright, you're, you're the one who, you're gonna, you got arrested. You know, you were accused of this thing. And it's just like, I feel like, like I told Danielle, in this, so, in this current social climate... I just feel like he could have handled it better than other than say bitch you lying. Like I feel like especially with like the R. Kelly documentary and like all these women coming out and you know telling their stories about times that they were sexually assaulted or molested. I just feel like for you to come out talking about bitch you lying, I just feel like that's just a way for people to dismiss women mm. who have actually been sexually assaulted. And it's not to say that he didn't do anything at all. Like who knows? He could be because I heard he's suing the girl. But he could be suing his girl for just violating an NDA. Like, who knows? Like, I don't know. But, I mean, I don't, like Danielle said, I don't put it past nobody. He he, he could have, which is, it's, it's, the fact that people even thought that that's something that he can do should speak volumes, right, you exactly. know? Like, I just feel like he should have kind of just reeled back because we're at a time right now where, I mean, Bill Cosby was America's dad and mm -hmm. now he's in jail for 
drugging women. Like, right. you know, I feel like I can't. You can't put nothing past nobody, especially somebody like God from hell. That's what I'm like. Come on, like, especially <laughs> somebody like Chris Brown. Like, not to say that he's just like this monster or anything, but I just don't feel like. I just feel like there's certain situations that people can avoid, and it's like when you put yourself in that position for something like that to go left. I feel it's like you know how can I feel sorry for you? So I I just mm-hmm. hope I mean he's gonna be what is he? I think he's two years older than me. So he's, he's, he's twenty nine. Be thirty this year. Yeah, like, somebody said Chris Brown's been twenty since I was twelve yeah. years old. <laughs> I'm like no lie, it's looking mad long to turn thirty. Like he's he's gonna be thirty this year. I just feel like he you know he and he, it's crazy because he's really been low key. Like he has been trying to stay out of the way because. I think there was like a good like year or two where it was like every day it was like something about Chris Brown in the news and remember his house got like swatted and he came oh, outside with a gun yeah. like it was crazy like, he was wilding <laughs> also I don't know I also feel like it's just such a political like a politically correct time in this world right. that he should not have felt comfortable with saying bitch he should have like, like, his team <laughs> like, should have been like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, they should have really pulled him back. Like, hey, delete. we know you're upset, but can you please not? Like, I just feel like he, he really needs a better team because the, the, some of the things that he goes through, I feel like if he had a better team, he, like, we wouldn't even know about it. Like, there's some, there's people's teams who are, like, awesome. Like, I feel like. The Kardashians. The Kardashians, they got a good, like, I feel like Demi Lovato, like. Anybody who believes that the time that she overdosed with the first time she overdosed right. is bugging the fuck out. Like, her team knew she was on drugs. Because exactly. and when they played that 911 call, they was like, so are there going to be sirens? Like, are people going to, like... I felt like... Yes, they were trying to make it. Can you please turn the sirens off? Right, like, nobody was like, oh my God, she's overdosing. She could possibly die. Right. They were more worried about the press finding right. out than they were of her Yeah, that definitely possibly- was the first time. It wasn't sure the, the first, first time, time they was able to save her. They, I'm not, somebody they, had an EpiPen. Right. Somebody the had the second time she probably wasn't responsive, and it's like, ooh, <laughs> we gotta call nine one one because we, gotta, we won't get paid. We gotta call the police. It's over. We gotta call the op. We need a job. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like people like her. They have like awesome teams, but it's like I feel like he he just really needs a better team. That um, he's a therapist on his team. He needs one. He's a crazy ass Taurus. He really needs it. He needs one. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess good for him that he, he wasn't accused of... I mean, he was accused, but he's not guilty. And now he's talking about he's going to sue the girl. So, I mean, I'm not mad that he's suing the girl. That's, you know, it's defamation of character at that mm. point. Because you literally, you literally got me arrested in a whole other country. Right. Like, he could have been in a whole other problem. Right. So, I'm in, I mean, Chris... Do better. Like, this is your 30, your dirty 30 this year. You know, just do better, my guy. Like, focus on your music. You, you know, your little song that came out was cute. You know, focus. Undecided hitting. I, I, don't, I, mean, do, 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 do. I, I don't listen to him, so I don't know. I hear that it's okay. I hear that it's a nice song, but I'm, you know. The video was good. I guess. A, you know what, Chris? I just, I'm going to pray for you. Prayers up for Christopher Brown. Um... I did want to talk about what happened with the game. And that is Kim so Kardashian. crazy. <laughs> oh my god! Like, all right, <laughs> I understand. Like, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Kim Kardashian. I'm a fan of her mother's work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. I do believe mm-hmm. that in my heart. Like, I, I actually believe she could sell millions of she could make millions of dollars just doing like management management like literally being a management team i really feel like she could really make that money but um i mean i'm not a fan of chris i'm I'm not chris i'm not a fan (laughs) of um the kardashians at all i'm i'm really not i just i don't see their point of being around and being famous but at the same time i feel like the she's a married woman with children I don't think you'd want anyone talking about your mother and saying that you choked her and you made her swallow your kids. Right. Like I just like I just don't think that's appropriate. And that's like I get it. People are like, well, he knew what he was getting himself into when he married her. That's that's a fact. And, and he's not, okay. Like you're right. And people are <laughs> people are absolutely right. But I just feel like where does the line get drawn? It like, doesn't. <laughs> so hold on forever. 
What? I don't think, to be honest, I don't think you could turn a hoe into a housewife. So you, all right, all right. So let me just say this. I don't know. I, I, I know we may, we probably got listeners who are not very sexually active. That's fine. But I would hate to have someone hold my past against me for the rest of my life. But that's life. just life. Especially I would, like, there were, there were times I look back and I'm like, wow, I was kind of walling at that moment. Like, I would hate for somebody to, like, I would hate to be in a, like, what if one day, I mean, you on the track to probably being a, a principal. How would you feel if you sit in a, a meeting one day and someone was like, mommy, you were sucking dick when you were 16? Like, you would be tight. Like, wow, I'm. I have my masters. I am a dis- I'm, I'm a distinguished woman, and you just brought up that I was sucking dick when I was 16 years old. Like, you would feel away, bro. I feel no. like when she was out there doing those things, when Kim was messing around with like people like the game and stuff like that, I feel like that's when she was Paris Hilton's lackey. Like, she was a quote unquote stylist at the time. Like, she was literally just the the hanger on girl. Now, I feel like don't like. I hate to say it, but they have built an entire empire. Like, they are moving and shaking. She's literally a businesswoman now. And you're talking about when I was sucking your dick 10, 15 years ago? Are you shitting me? Okay. It's foul. But. Oh, my God. Like, when you're a celebrity, no matter what your past is, like, look at Kevin Hart. His He evolved so much from that tweet, yet that past had had to have him step down, like. You're going to be a hoe, you're going to be a hoe. What she should do is own up to it and stop saying, oh my gosh, I'm a mother now. Like, your whole car just goes away. Like, But, I, okay, but then you have people like Amber who literally will sit there and say, yes, I was a hoe. Like, and I was that, out and here. And that's get, why I will respect her but, for that. But a lot of people don't respect her. A lot of people really hate Amber Rose because they feel like she's out there trying to push this hoe is life agenda and I don't feel like she's trying to say hoe is life I feel like I she's she saying once upon a time I'm like once upon a time not long ago I don't know. and I'm a man in it and it's like I don't I, see nothing wrong with holding up your but back. there's a lot of men who do they don't find that attractive like there are people there are men who really say such nasty things in Amber's comments because she actually owns who she once was and then you have people like Kim Kardashian who don't own who they once were and people still are in their com- her comments being nasty to her. I feel mm. like it's it's like a catch twenty two. It's like damn if I do, damn if I don't. But the game violated <laughs> because he said not only did he sleep with Kim, but he slept with Chloe. And first, when I read it, it said Rob. <laughs> I was like, what? Do you But then it said Rob's ex fiance, Black China. So, because he was like, "Oh, I slept with three Kardashians." He mentioned this in the past. Yeah, he and did. everyone was trying to figure like, "Who, who, who?" On oh, Wendy Williams show, he did so say that. So it was. It came out that it was Kim, Chloe, and Black China. Oh, for real? Well, you know what? It's weird because I actually got an idea that it might have been Kylie because he <laughs> yes. had. Hey, listen, listen. The reason why I no. say that, listen to me. He he had a line in the song that he just pointed out where he's like. I was making, he's like, her little sister got a uh, makeup empire. I used to be making her cereal. Like, and I don't know if he was saying, and then and then they showed Excuse a, me. and then they showed a picture of him, of like, she had a bowl of cereal on her Instagram and it said, he keeps me healthy. So I'm like, oh my God, bitch was like 15 at the time. Was he, what? like, R. Kelly or not? Nah? Like, oh my God. Like, I I just think the game is, like, one of the corniest people I've ever seen ever in life. I don't think he's, like, I don't really care for him. I think he's kind of whack. Like, he's trying to push this whole, like, Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what his agenda is, to be honest with the you The game guys. hasn't had a hit since Hated the Love It. <laughs> Yo, you're old, you <laughs> So you name a hit since Hated the Love It. All right, maybe there wasn't. <laughs> Go ahead. But I'm saying, <laughs> therefore, <laughs> like... Really, I feel like the game always, once in a while, does something to make himself relevant. I would hate to be that old and be a clout chaser. Like, do you know how old this man is? Like, his kids are teenagers, for Christ's sakes. Why are you out here clout chasing? Like, even, like, I watched the Breakfast Club interview with Little Mo and her husband, and they brought up the Queen Niger thing. And I'm I'm not a fan of Queen Niger. I don't really care for her. But... I just thought it was really corny. Like, little Mo, you're like 50. You got 20 kids. 
Why do you care about this little ass girl? Like, mm-hmm. I was under the impression that Nigel was this grown ass woman, like, because she was married to Chris. So I just thought she was just this grown ass woman when I first started ever hearing about her. And then once they was like, oh, happy birthday, Queen Nigel, 22, something like that, it was mad young. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a little <laughs> ass girl. And then you got a little Motomo, yeah, because, like, what? What? Right. Is, like, even are you when okay? she met her husband, he was underage. He was. Like, you're sick. He was. Charlamagne called her R. Kelly. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Charlamagne is out of control, <laughs> But, like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like it's so corny to be that old and clout chasing. Like, y'all gotta do better. Like, y'all have to, like, figure out another way. Like, the fact that even, like, you know what mentioning Kim Kardashian's name is going to do. You're going to end right. up on the blogs for, like, a week. Exactly. And then there's a lot of people who follow Kim who won't know who the game is. So they search him up. He gets streams. That's it. Gets some money. Like, look, I'm pretty sure Soldier Boy's bank account Bro. is looking real good right now. Because I, I know I had to look up. I was like, how many hits does Soulja Boy really I looked up a really couple had? of songs. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Like, also, what had it? But even with the so. R. Kelly thing, they said after the documentary, his streams yeah, were astronomical. A- and it's because the generation right. now, they don't really know who that is. So they got to look back, like, oh, wait, who is R. Kelly? I Let's even looked back to listen to the song and be like, oh, no. Wow. He was exactly. wow. Exactly. Like, I was like, oh, no. I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's another way to go about, like, right. getting your name out there. And I feel like it, it just, it's just really corny. Like, she's a mom, she's a married woman. I don't know what Kanye's going to say. Hopefully, he just ignores it. Like, hopefully, they pay him dust because I feel like if they say something, it's just going to make it even bigger than it really was. So, they just she just needs to ignore it and move the fuck on. That's all I got. But um, I think the last thing we're going to talk about for the weekly recap is Aaliyah J. <laughs> so, um, per, per Danielle, it was brought to my attention <laughs> that she actually... I mean, all right, so... She's been talking about how, like, I don't really follow Leah J like that. I don't really care for her. Like, she's all right, but I don't really care for her that much. But um, she's been talking about something that she was going to bring out for her fans for, like, a calm year. And I remember about maybe a year or two ago, she was saying how she was going to do this eyelash thing. But I remember she stopped because Ella Benz, who's a boogie mother, actually has an eyelash line. And, and then they fell out. So I guess she didn't want to see make it seem oh, like she was trying to, like, okay. copy or whatever. But, um... So then last year, like Danielle said, um, she was like, oh, you know, I'm going to have something good for my fans. And let me just touch on that a little bit. I don't know about you, but I hate when YouTubers say fans. Say fans. It's a a calm support. I'm a supporter. Like, I support you and what you do, but I'm not a fan of yours. I'm not a fan. Like, you're not that famous for me to be a fan. You're not selling out arenas. You ain't selling out Madison. You're not Rihanna. You're not Beyonce. She pissed me (laughs) off. She did that in the vlog of the day. She's like, yeah, because my fans. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. I pressed the back button so fast. I don't don't really care for that. But, um, so she comes out with these sweatpants and it's like a sweatshirt and it just says Leah Army on it and it's you know like little a glitter with like a lightning I don't know if it was glittery but like a metallic color I like literally saw like a, 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 a little bolt clip of it for like two seconds but I mean it looks like she picked the the sweatsuit out off picking picking at wholesale <laughs> um and AliExpress and literally ordered it at AliExpress <laughs> on eleven eleven. And then decided to go to the print shop and iron on some shit that says Aaliyah Army. It's just like, so we waited an entire year for this. Like, you were in board meetings for this? Aaliyah really pissed me off because... I know Rachel hates Aaliyah, but... I don't hate her. I just don't care for her. All right, well, all right. Rachel doesn't care for Aaliyah, but I actually really... Like, she would kind of piss me off sometimes, but I would always still watch her, like... I don't know. I just like supporting people from New York. So I was uh. I was all for Aaliyah. So when she was talking about this, honestly, I thought it was going to be something makeup related. Like when she really does her makeup, it's usually heavily on the eyes, whether it's eyeshadow, eyeliner, eyelashes. So I thought it was going to be something of the sort. Then when she pulled out that merch, no, it literally it looked like it was from Limited 2. Like, Bye. Justice. Like, it looked like it was... Justice. Like, it was for, like, babies. Like, I was like, no. Second, 
you made us wait a whole year and it's not even your own website. Like when I click the website, it's like other links to other like YouTube or social media influencers and their merch. It's not like AaliyahArmy.com unless she updated that within the last 12 hours. But from when I woke up this morning, that's what I saw. And I was just like, for you to have as much subscribers you have. You know, you always do these vlogs showing you bought your husband, I mean your husband, your boyfriend, a Rolex. Like, to show that you have all this money and you can't even have your own website with your merch on it. I don't know. Really was a disappointment for you to show that you are this elite status and you only wear designer clothes and that is what you want your army to wear? A lightning bolt that looked like it could be found in children's play? You have had Are it. Are you kidding me? No, because... You have had it. That was ridiculous. Like, I hope when we have our merch... It don't look <laughs> It don't look like anything that. like that because if it doesn't we'll go right back to China. Right back to China, you heard? Because that right is... Right back to Beijing. <laughs> like, that is crazy. And I wouldn't even want to put anything out for anyone like that. Like, Rachel and I was saying, her age group that she really targets is probably like 14 to 21. What 20 year old <laughs> wants to wear a metallic lightning bolt shirt? Nobody. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I mean, I hope she does better. I just feel like, I just, I, like I said, I don't hate her. I just feel like she's really lazy. She has a good platform. She doesn't really utilize it the way that I think she could. But I mean, you know, hopefully she does better. That's all I got. That's all I got for this. Yeah, that that was that was that. I never, to be honest, I never even got lazy vibes from her That's until crazy. that merch line was released. Because you did the bare minimum to say like, "Oh, I did something else outside of YouTube." You know what I mean? She's dry. But anyway, let's get into our main topic. So our first main topic today is we're gonna just touch on the balance between work life and um personal life mm -hmm. i guess we should say yeah so um i mean danielle's 26 i'm 27 we both work full-time jobs um i'm currently in school and danielle's looking to start her master's program shortly so it's just like it it, it is hard i've noticed as i got older and it, it, it to be honest it really just depends on what type of work that you do i'm not gonna say that it's hard for everybody because i mean i know people who don't really do anything at work so by the time they come home like it's it's links and drinks right. like it's like oh yes we're about to go to babylon or like, oh yes we're going to the smoking pie <laughs> and you know i'd be just jealous i'd be looking at people like oh my god like yo you're out on a fucking tuesday night living your best life Meanwhile, I'm home cooking food, trying to get my work done for the next day. Like, there's times where I actually have to bring my work home. So, mm -hmm. I, I really do believe it, it depends on what you do for work and the way that you can have a balance. Because, I, like I said, I know people who live their best lives and they work full time, but it's because of what they do all day. Would they you, can afford to come home. Would and you go say back those out. are like, I don't know, I guess like career wise jobs because i know like some people who work in retail it'd be like i'm bringing my work home Ooh. like in management no well, that's management. that's what i'm talking about but that's like, what i said it depends on what you do if yeah. you work in management then you know of course or if you're a teacher you know a lot of the times if you want to leave at a decent you want to leave the school property at a decent time you got to end up bringing your work home so i mean I think it just depends on what exactly you do, because I'm pretty sure bitches who work at McDonald's are not bringing their work home unless they're eating it. So, I mean... <laughs> That's you, lit. I, I, really, I, I just think it depends on what you do if you work not in a corporate setting. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if you're a nurse, you work in a 12-hour shift, I doubt you're going to come home and do links and drinks. You're going to try to go snores in bed like you don't want to you don't want to snores and s'mores like you don't want to go out and hang out with your friends like you're like bitch i'm tired i'm going to sleep like i need to get rest for my next shift so i mean i think it just depends on what you do i think it's possible and it, i you know i think it's possible i think it can be done especially if you don't have kids if you are single i'm not well not so much if you're single but if you don't have children already yeah. i think it's easy to do to go out on a tuesday and just like just get up and go 
Because I cannot. I have to worry about who the hell is going to watch my goddamn child for two hours while I come back. And then I come back drunk, smelling like hookah. I don't want to see me like that. <laughs> she just sleep. <laughs> Got time for that. I don't, I mean, this is how I feel about work. I'm very, like, I don't know, passionate about work-life balance. Because I feel like with work-life balance, it's just very difficult because you don't want your job to consume your life. And I really don't feel like we as people should only live to just go to work, pay bills, sleep, and die. Like, that's a horrible life. So I really will push, like, even if I'm tired, to do something on the weekend. Like, I don't want to just run errands on my Saturday. I don't want to just clean, like... I want to do something enjoyable for myself, whether it's with people or by myself. But you need that balance because you will literally be depressed. I don't care how much money you're making. Like, it does not feel good to wake up and just know that this is the same routine. It's nothing different. Not right. at this age. Like, That's sometimes true. I feel like I'm living a life of a 50-year-old. <laughs> like, No, because 50-year-olds are chilling. You know right. what I mean? We're stressed because we're we're in that... But, it, but you know what it is? It's it's so easy for me to forget that. That we're at the age where we're supposed to be going through things like right. that. Like, I'd still be wanting to live the life that I had when I was 18. Like, mm-hmm. I could just get up, go party with my friends, come home mad drunk at 5 o'clock in the morning, and then go right to work at 7. Honestly, <laughs> I come home drunk at 11 o'clock. I'm out of commission for the next day and a half. Like, <laughs> I, like I don't know. I just... I think sometimes I just forget. Like, I'll, I'll be on Facebook and I'll see, like, my friends are getting married. And I'm just like, people I went to school with, people getting married. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you're actually getting married. And I, I got to remember, like, wait, we're at the age yeah. where people are getting married. We're at people the age where people are having kids. We're at the age where people are buying homes and, you know, have moving up in their careers. Mm-hmm. Some, I think sometimes we just forget that. We're at the age where we're supposed to be doing these things. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, yeah, you want to be able to go out with your friends, but... At this age, is it really something you should expect to do? You should, you want to do it. I don't expect to go out with my friends because guess what? You got to be up in the morning. My other friend got to be up in the morning. You like, I gotta, I gotta figure out who's watching my kid. Like, I, mm. I, I would like to go out sometimes during the week, but I, it's not feasible. It's just. It's not what I'm even supposed to be doing. I, I need to take my ass and go to sleep. Not when I gotta be at work at seven a.m. Like, I don't like think, are you serious? I honestly don't think I'm ever going to be able. I'm not built. I'm swear I'm not built like that no go more. Go out after work, like, and if I do, it gotta end by like seven thirty because, like I said, it's be happy at work hour at or nothing. Like, like, don't ask me to come out after happy hour. Like, if I'm home, don't ask me to come back out. Like, right. wherever we go, we have to be going right after work, and I have to be in my fucking house by eight o'clock. So I can be in my bed by ten. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear nothing else. I mean, like I said, it's it's nice to have a social life because we still we we're in our twenties. We're still young, right? We're still young, but at the same time, I just feel like I've partied so much yeah. in my late teens to early twenties that I really don't even. It doesn't bother me. I feel mm. like the people who are out, you know, to myself, oh, links and drinks. It, now at this age I feel like it's because they didn't really get a chance to do it when right. they were like younger like we were 16 17 18 in, in clubs every week we were out every week we'd go to the mall get an outfit and we'd yeah. all pop out I feel like once I turn 21 I'm it's like oh this is kind of this is kind of whack like I don't really want to be in the clubs like that no more and then 22 I feel like that completely I was done at 22 I was done I, was, I completely shut down. I'm like, nope, I'm not partying like that no more. Yeah. And from 22 to 27, I could probably count on maybe two, maybe three and a half hands how many times I've really been out, out. Only time I really go out is for birthdays. Yeah. That's my main thing. But I feel like my best advice for work-life balance is give yourself once a week something like... Even if, like, you know, you might be tight on money, maybe that might just... A bath. <laughs> Tell you, you like, to be You know, just, like, you just need that time to, like... Unwind. Um, like, right. Like, just distance yourself from the world. Because it's, it's crazy, like, having a work life. Like, t- like, last week, I was, oh, my gosh. I didn't even call. I didn't even get a chance to call anybody. 
I didn't just do anything. So I spent like most of my Friday like trying to catch up with everyone. And I was like drained from that because I'm like, since I was on the phone for like six hours, I was like, uh, uh. But it's hard. I just say at least give yourself something that has nothing to do with work. Just at least once a week where you can at least set an hour. If you can, you know, turn up on the weekends, good for you. But if you can't, just do something small, like, just something. Because you'll drive yourself crazy and you'll age older than you're supposed to be. Which is currently happening. You know what? <laughs> I mean, I don't This is why I tell people to kind of just, like, wait um, until you kind of, like, done certain things that you want to get done to be out here having kids. Because we do still have a lot of time. And I feel like when you have kids, it definitely does slow you down. Like, people like to say, oh, ain't no baby gonna slow me down. No, they, a baby will definitely slow you down. Like, I really feel like I was slow before I had my daughter. But it was like once I had her, it complete, I completely came to a standstill almost. Like I said, I only go out. I only pop out for, like, birthdays. Or, like, even trying to plan a brunch with my friends. It's just, like, it's so extra. Like, I don't remember the last time we have all been in one room at the same goddamn time. Like, even on birthdays, someone's always missing. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll go out to brunch. It'll be, like, maybe three of us or two and a half. Right. Like, it's never... It hasn't been all of us going out at one time in so long because everybody has these life changes that happen. Somebody got a kid, somebody got a job, somebody moved. You know, it it's it is what it is. I feel like for work and social life balance, maybe that's a conversation for maybe somebody that's like more or less in their early twenties that is working like in maybe like corporate or something. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like in your, in your late twenties, you shouldn't even be like that shouldn't even be a concern. Like But you still need a you still need a personal life. I don't feel like your whole life should just be Work home, work home, weekends, chilling. Like well, you well, should no, still I, be doing something where you can separate work. work. I, I and like, I, I I do believe that. I, like so, like I guess what you're saying is like like you said, even if you just go and take a bath. Like right. I think that is fine. But I feel like there's still people in our age group that just still want to have this like I'm about to live my best life mm-hmm. up in these streets kind mm-hmm. of life, and it's just like when you work and then you working full-time working all day and if you're working somewhere that literally like exhausts you all day for you to just kind of push yourself to just pop out for no reason i feel like it's unnecessary it's it's unnecessary like why then you then you wonder why you looking washed at 33 like that's why because you was out here in these streets at 28 deciding i'm gonna drink any for the first time in my life no like if you wasn't doing that before don't do it now don't 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 try to change it up don't try to be lit now like why like it bothers my mind people wait until they're like in their late th- late twenties early thirties to be like okay the party's starting now the party depends, is over yeah. it's like some people I met <laughs> they'll start because they were very sheltered so it's like they really couldn't live their life till it was like twenty three so they just starting to wind down I mean but I mean like I don't know everybody's different but even like just trying to even like I said like oh if you take a bath and you know have your candles your wine. That may take a lot for you to do to even Yo. have that time to just nobody talk to me, leave me alone. Like, like I like I told Danielle last week. I can I like the last time I went to the movies with my boyfriend, we went to go see Creed. Before that, I don't remember the last movie we got to see because just me and him live in the same place, and just us trying to link up and have time for ourselves is a job. Like. Mm. To a point where it's like, okay, Journey's not here, I'm here, you're here, and we'll have time to spend with each other. Like, because then there's times where Journey's not here, but he's here, I'm here, but we're both doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing homework, or we're record, like we're recording for the podcast. There's times when my daughter's not here, my man is here, but he's in the back because we're recording. And it's like, by the time we finish recording, he's asleep. Where are Tom at? Like, it, 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 it's rough. So I, I do believe, I agree with you, Danielle. We, you do need to make time, you know, just... Like you said, to separate that professional and, you know, personal life. But I just don't feel like you should be out here in these streets trying to be yeah. shaking your ass on the table like you in a twerk video because I just feel like them days are over. Like, I'm just sit down somewhere. You're you're the old head in the club right now. Like, 
you're the old head. Just, you know, you want to go out for a calm little, cute little lounge or something. All right. Don't be out here trying to go to Studio 48. The last movie I seen was The Avengers. <laughs> so don't feel so bad. Listen. I'm really struggling. It's rough. <laughs> it, it, it's rough. But I mean, I don't mind taking these years to kind of grind it out to make sure, like, when I get to a certain age, I'm comfortable. Like, when I tell y'all I want to be like Danielle's grandmother when I grow <laughs> up, like, if I don't have the life that Josephine has when <laughs> I get her age, I'm just going to end it all. Because when I tell you she is living her absolute best life, but it's because she put the work in in those years so that she can now relax and she can go here, she go there, like, Sister's been to Cuba. She's going to South Africa. Like, you know, she. I, I just feel like I don't think there's anything wrong with if you don't have to have a, a, a crazy personal life right now, if you're going to be able to relax when you get older. Because then I know people like a family member of mine who's in his 60s and was living on my couch. Like, it's, it's like, that's not who I want to be. <laughs> like, that's not what I, like, I don't want to be that person. I feel like there's so many people who are in our age group and, like, I mean, who are older than us. Because I know I've seen it. I know you've seen it. There's people that are older than us that are, like, still struggling. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like it's because they were, these were the party years and they was in their late 20s, early 30s still thinking we're going to have a good time. And it got to a point where it was like, 10 years goes by very fucking fast, like, 10 years goes by so quick, and it was like, all right, you was 30, but now you're 40, now what? And it's like, because I was partying all them years, what do I have? I don't really have a career. I don't really have anything going for myself. I can't apply for Social Security early, because I didn't work long enough. I didn't take enough out of my checks. So now what? Like, I, I don't know. I have no problem with, like, grinding it out, doing what you got to do, so that when you get to a certain age, you can just chill out and relax. I think that's the perfect life to live. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I agree. But I'm just, I'm really just big on still being able to say, like, because to me, living your best life doesn't have to be something like turning up. It just, to me, it just means like enjoying being happy. And I feel like if all I'm doing is working, I'm not fully happy. I don't care if I'm making six figures. But I mean, I'm not fully when, happy. When, when someone in this day and age says living their best life, what do they be doing half of the time? Like, it depends. They could be traveling. Most of the be time, people in partying. our age group are like they're partying somewhere. Like, if, I know if I'm saying, "Oh, I'm living my best life," I'm just content. Like, because <laughs> that does not happen often when you have all these other obligations. Like, I'm telling you, like this week. Sis was tired, like <laughs> exhausted was not the word. It, it was a lot, so I don't know. For me, like when I finally like get my whole sleeping schedule and just get it together, and I'm able to like go out on. A, I can't even tell you last time I went out on a Friday night because I'm so exhausted. Yeah, it's it, it's a lot. So I'm I'm not gonna lie, it, it's hard to create that balance and keep that balance. But I mean, like I said, I look at it as if I gotta you know grind it out for like you know a couple of years so that I can be comfortable. I don't mind, you know. If couple a couple is too. That's true. I'm I don't know. I just you know create the balance. If it's really that's some that's something that's important to you, and I do believe it is it important. Is important to me. It, it's important because. <laughs> You do want to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health as well. Like, I feel like that's a, that, that's a big thing, too. I know a lot of people who, because they're only focused on professional life, that their mental health isn't all that great. So I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, a healthy balance, like you like you said, just taking a bath maybe or going to Yankee Candle and getting, like, you know, so a nice, really nice, a nice candle and just lightening your house. And even if you're just sitting there watching TV, it's like, okay, I have, I'm calm, I'm serene, you know, whatever the case may be, so... Do what y'all need to do to take care of yourselves. That's how I look at it as. As long as you're taking care of yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, I think you're fine. You're doing you're you're doing a great job, sweetie. Like you're doing okay. it. So um we're gonna move on to our next topic, which is what was it? Was it his college? 
Yes. Okay. Is college worth it? So the reason why I ask this question, I even ask myself this question, <laughs> is because um, I know a few people that have great paying jobs and all they have is a high school diploma. And then I know people who have crappy jobs and they have a bachelor's degree and I know people with the same thing reversed like people with bachelor's degrees that have amazing jobs and then people with high school diplomas that's like oh sis you should have went to school right so I feel like it's always a topic for debate I don't even want to say debate it's just it sucks because you just <laughs> never know I feel like the job world period is you get lucky like you could have a bachelor's degree and make 40,000 or you can have a bachelor's degree and make six figures like you depends on the job like and then you can have a high there's people with high school diplomas making six figures and there's people with high school diplomas making 20,000 so like it's just I don't know I, some like and sometimes I'm not even gonna say like oh it depends on the person because I somebody who can make forty six thousand with a bachelor's degree can have a strong work ethic it's not like they're lazy it's not like they weren't applying to jobs but they could have been applying to jobs for years at the end of the day they got bills to pay and they took this job now same person same ambition and they get chose for a job that's paying sixty thousand. And they even have a degree. It's like, are you kidding me? So that's why I would be a hater. What I was saying, <laughs> not to listen to our last episode. Nah, last episode. <laughs> so, I, I, all right. So the way I feel about this is like, I feel I feel a lot of ways about this. Me too. But one of the main ways I feel about this, like, we're probably gonna continue this conversation even after the podcast. <laughs> but the way I feel about it is this: if I would say, all right, a piece of advice for anyone who you know what you want to do. This is not for people who are going to college to figure out what they want to do. This is for people who will know what they're going to do, what they want to do their freshman year of college. They're like, I want to do this, and you're going to see it all the way through to the end. This is what I would say for you. Take a job where you can get your foot in the door of the industry that you plan on getting a career in. Because the problem that I see a lot of people have is you spent... Four years of college working retail, mm. but you're going to school for business admin. Mm. So by the time you get out, you don't have any office support skills. Right. You don't have that experience. So yes, you're going to come out of college with your bachelor's degree and you're going to be making $35,000 a year because mm -hmm. not only do they want the degree, they want the experience. I noticed that I'll get a job quicker with experience than I will with the paper. Like... Right. I know people who've gone to college who don't make what I make. Mm -hmm. And it's because I have the experience. I have the administrative experience. I have office support experience. And I promise you that once I do get my degree, it's not going to be an issue to kind of slide into there because it's like, now I got the paper and I have the experience. I feel like don't waste your time on no shitty ass job. You work at McDonald's, quit now. All right. If you want to be in the tech field, you need to try to get a job just to, get, like I said, just to get your foot in the door. Even if you've got to come in as a secretary, filing papers, faxing shit, going to pick up Starbucks, you know, at, at the store for the people in the office. Like, get your foot in the door of the industry. Like, if you have to intern, do that. Like, one thing that I remember from Charlemagne's book is he's like, you cannot be afraid to work for free sometimes. Like, I know it's rough, and as a millennial, and, and if you live in New York... It is hard if you're not living with your parents, you're living on your own. It's rough. But if you can afford, I'll, I'll tell everybody this. If you can afford to live with your parents, stay with them for as long as you possibly can. That's number one. And but if it's a comfortable situation. It's a, if it's a comfortable situation. If you out here boxing with your parents, forget it. But if it's a, get a studio ASAP. If it's a comfortable situation, I would tell anybody, stay with your parents as long as you can. And number two, take, don't, don't be, like I said, don't be afraid to work for free because there are so many doors that can be open for you just for interning. Like, if you got to intern right quick to just, you know, get your foot in the door of what you, the industry that you want to be in, then do that. And then make connections. That's the other thing. Of, like, we've talked about this before. I have a big problem when people think they're just going to go to school for four years, not talk to nobody, 
get a degree and come out with this six-figure job. That's not how it works anywhere. Like, there, you said it before. There are people who have had jobs just because of who they know. Like, I that happened with me and her. I wasn't working at the time. She happened to be working for a company. She's like, yo, you need a job. Cool, no problem. I had a job. It's like, I had a job because of who I knew. I'm pretty sure I, I, I might have applied and not even gotten it. But it was because I knew her and she was able to get me up in there. I was like, all right, cool. I feel like you can't just think you're going to go to school for four years and then do nothing. Like, network. Talk to people. Open your goddamn mouth. Because it, it's sad and it's cliche, but it's not about what you know. It's who you know. Like, I know people who are in certain positions that it's like, how did you get there? And when they tell you their testimony, it's like, holy shit. You don't know nothing. Like, you don't really know anything. You don't really have the skills. But because you kind of, like, knew somebody in that industry and they were able to get you in there, you were, like, you, you got in where you fit in. And now look at you. You Bill Gates. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I, I do. I, overall, I feel like college is worth it. Do, do what you got to do. I feel like. <laughs> I agree with a lot that you, that you said. But. Not the but. The reason why I'm going to say but is because I've been there, like, I've been 18 years old. See, all right, this is the difference. I went to school not knowing what I wanted to do. Like, I honestly thought when I was going to school, I was going to go for graphic design. Realized I have absolutely no talent. And this is not the field for me. My advisor said, you need to switch or you will <laughs> never graduate. Like, that's when I was like, no Not way. your advisor. She, we had a one-on-one. So I switched to media and communications. It was a fun major. And to be honest, like, this podcast is the first thing <laughs> that I've done that was related to my actual major mm-hmm. since I've graduated and it's going on three years Yikes. since I've graduated from school. Like, I never knew what I wanted to do. And I know something about me personally is I'll go in any field and if I feel like I'm successful, that's what I'll stick with. Mm-hmm. So, like, like you said, you work a retail job because when you're 18, it is very hard to, like, get a administrative assistant right. full-time job. Like, I went to school straight after high school. Like, I think if I had this same mindset, like, oh, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was, like, 22, it would have been a lot easier because I could at least had a full-time job mm-hmm. and try to figure my life out. But, no, I was just happy to get a job. So, yeah. I got, you know, this retail job and I was doing good. And I was kind of on some, like, oh, if I graduate college, I could just work here. And then, you know, I was like, uh-uh. Hur- basically, Hurricane Sandy came washed away my job. <laughs> like, everything happened for a reason. So, then, like, I kind of just applied to a job with kids and then realized, like, oh, that's working too. And decided... Like, this is actually could turn into a, a career. career. So, I'm going to go in this route. And I'm already in my senior year of media communications. There's no way I'm about to do a whole another four and a half years to get these education credits. Right. So, take me as I am. <laughs> Shut and, up. And that's pretty much, like, my struggle. My, I had a really hard struggle with college because I have, I still, like, don't know what I want to do. Like, I like what I do, but... Am I going to be doing this 10 years from now? I really don't know. But, but that's what I'm saying. The, the, advice that I was, the, the advice that I had was if you know what you want to do. Like, yeah. if you have absolutely no, no idea what you want to do, do not take my advice. <laughs> because you'll spend, what, four years. Okay, you got an office job because you, at first you wanted to do office business administration. Mm-hmm. So you, got, you had your little two, three, four years in business admin. And then you decided to change your major your mm-hmm. senior year. And now, like you said, you media and communication. So it's like, now what do I what do I do with that? I could have been at a radio station those right. three, four years, but I was in the office. So it's like, now, all right, I got my degree in media communications, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to hire me because I don't have any experience. Right. So I, like I said, I, I only would suggest that for somebody who knows what they would like to go to school for. If you have absolutely no idea and you're going to college to figure out what you want to do, please do not take my advice because you'll be wasting your goddamn time. This is... My advice for people who don't know what they want to do because I still don't know what I want to do. 
And a lot of times you don't know what you want to do. And then people tell you that, like, like you said, like, oh, go to college and find out what you want to do. Right. I spent six years in college and I still don't know mm-hmm. what I could see myself doing for the next 20, 30 years. So my advice is, if you don't know what you want to do, know your strengths. Right. My strength is I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. I will always, I'll make a friend. Annoying. I love people. Any job that's going to make me interactive, I'm pretty sure I will succeed. So whether it's retail, I'm pretty sure I could have made it in retail because that's an interactive job. Mm-hmm. Working with kids, like that's an interactive job. Like if I was doing customer service, that's an interactive right. job. So regardless, somewhere down the line, I'm probably going to have some job where I have to be interactive. Mm-hmm. I know my strength, but I can't tell you exactly what career field is for me, but I know my strength. So if you know your strength, hone in on that, and if you got to do your little jobs, do it. I think the pressure is that, oh, you're supposed to have your life together by 25, and you're, if you don't, okay, you got five more years, and then it's like 30, you still don't have your life together. If you hone in on your strengths, <laughs> it will come it's just like... I agree 100%. It's just really hard going to school sometimes because you, y'all don't want to be a hater, but we hating you know because what? you could have, you know, your high school diploma friends making more than you and it will make you feel some type of way because it's like, I put in all this work and I'm getting no return. Right. Even if you know your strengths because that has happened to me where I was like, you know, I kind of felt like how Rachel said, I graduated... From college, and I was like, where's the schmitty? <laughs> Especially the amount of time. You know, most people spend four years in college. Like, sis spent six. And I went straight, no breaks. So, again, like, again, it's hard. I, again, I feel like it's just how you utilize your time when you're in college. I, I did. Just, I did everything. Like you really have to, like, you know, utilize your time and have an idea of what you want to do when you get out. Because, like you just said, I spent six years in college, and I still don't know what I want to do, but I know my strengths. Yeah. I feel like if you spent four years in college and you got your degree in, you know, media communication, you're like, okay, because I want to go work in a radio station. Then you go, you go that way. Right. But I feel like if you're still trying to figure it out, then yeah, it is going to, it's going to be a problem. You're going to get to a point where it's like, I'm working a job that I don't really care for. And then it's like, you said, I got my friends who barely, barely made it out of high school, mm. but they're making more money than me. So it's like, yeah, I'm in a situation now where it's like, damn. Was school worth it? Right. I personally believe it. I think it was. I I just I I feel like it it, it is it's what you make it like. Some people they go to school and they're like yo this shit was not worth it because it's like what you went to school for like I know people who went or to the school, school for the, like, that might have not been the best fit for them exactly too. Like, like I know people it's a who went to like little bullshit ass places and it was like okay well nobody wants to take me because I have a degree from here like I know somebody who graduated from a prestigious school and they they don't really make the best money mm-hmm. and they graduated from an a1 school but it's like because of what they got the degree in it was like no, what, what job is out here for me people need to really think about if you really are going to go to college you really have to think like don't spend four years just playing with your asshole. Like, you got to figure out what you, like, try but to think. But it's hard to think also because it most is, people who go into college, you telling an 18-year-old, pick what you want to do. Not, like, all right, so I'm not, I, mean? I'm, I don't like, mean, like, at 18, supposed to be like, you got to know what you want to do. But I just feel like an idea of what you want to do. I feel like people just spend the whole time clueless. And then, and then they come out and it's like, why did I go to college? I feel like because you went to figure out what you wanted to do, you didn't get your answer, so you're like, fuck it, it's not useful. I don't feel like you should even have that outlook about school. Like, I don't know. I think, I think school was useful. I learned a lot. I learned some things in college that I would have never learned if I didn't go to college, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to take that with me for the rest of my life. So I think it's worth it in that way. But did school help me figure out what I wanted to do? No. But is that what you went to school for? Can you really say that that's what you To be honest, I don't for? know why I went to school. Right. I have no reason. All my friends were applying to colleges. 
and that's why I always talk about this now in education, like these schools from elementary push college and college, maybe that child's not supposed to go to college, yeah. like, and they just push it on you. So that's what you just think you're supposed to do. Like, and it was like, in my family, they was just like, you going to college or you can't live here. No, not So well. it was like, you're either going to get a full-time job or you're going to go to college. I never worked. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> see what the problem with pushing kids to go to school. Like, I don't think. I don't think, that's I don't a think it's a problem, but what it is a lot of pressure because, like, I felt like I had to at eighteen. Well, at the time I was seventeen. You thinking like, I gotta make these decisions that are gonna affect my life. Like that's a lot. I don't. I don't think people really realize. How much that is on a seventeen-year-old, but I, like, I but I feel like nowadays they're starting to roll that out earlier. So I think it's a good and bad thing because I feel like if you get me thinking about what I want to do when I'm thirteen, mm-hmm. when I'm seventeen, it won't be so heavy. Like you said, you're seventeen, and someone's telling you, "What do you want to major in? What do you want to do with your life?" You're like, "Hold up, I just started fucking. Like, why? You, why you want these decisions? I just started realizing I like penis. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I." I get that. I really do. I feel you on that. I do. But at the same time, I feel like if, if I'm 13 and someone's putting in my mind, like, maybe we should start to see what you're into. Maybe, like, you know, your teacher sits you down and says, you're not really all that great in English. Not all that great. But you're doing amazing in science. So let's, let you know, what about the robotics team? Like, have you ever thought about joining a robotics team where it's like, oh, well, you, you can't read and write, but... You run hella fast. Like, let's go. Let's see what you can do in track. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like sitting a kid down and kind of trying to hone in early, it keeps them from trying to make these weird ass decisions when they're like in their in their late teens, early twenties. Because it's like you said, you're twenty six years old and you still don't really know what the mm-hmm. fuck you want to do. I feel like if somebody sat you down when you were like thirteen years old and honed in on what they felt you were good at or they saw you were good at, you might have had a better Look, idea. I mean, like. Throughout childhood, I was always in some type of extracurricular activity. So I did have those chances. But I think me personally, I'm just indecisive. I was set on being a wedding planner. Damn, please. Like, no, I was just, I was like, I was, that was something I was good at. Like, every time there was a birthday party at a program, like, I came up with all the ideas. Everyone always said that, like, oh, you should really be an event planner, wedding planner, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Great. Then I'm like, well, you can't major in that. So well, you could have made a major in business and been business. I feel like that's such a that's like a liberal arts major to me. But then that's the <laughs> so that's the other thing people gotta realize is what you major in, what you go to school for. You don't go to school for no stupid shit and expecting to make six figures. Like, but the, and then I, like you just said, you had to think about it. Like, why would I go to school? Like you said, that's like a liberal arts degree. What the fuck you gonna do when you get out? And then I, but then I guess like being in a workforce. After I graduated, I also realized a lot of jobs don't care what you went to school for. Sometimes they just care because they have to meet that criteria mm-hmm. that you have a degree. Like like I said, I've been working since I graduated college and I have yet to do any job related to media and communications. And I've been just working. And a lot of jobs, like... If you sell yourself on that interview, like, I'm looking for a career change. They right. love that word. Damn. Like, you know, you'll get the job. So that's another, I started noticing that my senior year. And that's the reason why I was like, I'm not changing a major at this point. Right. Like, I'm going to figure it out. But I don't know. I just, it's very, it's, it's very hard when you go into school and you don't know what to do and you get out. And you still don't know what to do because every decision you make, you are stressed because you don't know if this is the decision you should be making. But personally, I do think school is worth it because if you are not that indecisive and you just don't know, you're going to be able to explore other options. Like, I met some really dope people in media and communications and I got to learn a lot about media and I mean, it affects our daily life because we use social media every day. So right. I'm not upset at the major I chose. I just, like I said, I know me as a person. I like to interact. So whatever job I do is going to involve that. That's just me. Just the team. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> done with you. But um, 
Yeah, so we're going to wrap this episode up for this week. Um, we hope you guys enjoy it and listen. Um, again, like we said in the beginning of the episode, we're almost at 100 followers for our Instagram. And we're going to do something really cool for you guys once we hit it. So please definitely go try to follow our um, Instagram page, which is, again, youngblackandlady underscore on Instagram. And anything you guys say? Stay blessed. Y'all don't even say stay black. (laughs) Have a great week. It's almost Black History Month. Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Like she said, guys, have a good week. And we shall see you guys next week. Bye. Later.